0: Marketing without money? Sounds good to me. In this episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, we'll find out the secret to one of the most powerful marketing strategies that any business can tap into, often without spending a cent. Are you ready? Let's dive in. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 287. I'm Ben Amos and I'm on a mission to grow confident video strategists. So I'm so glad that you're here joining me in this episode. So today's episode is basically a masterclass in one of the most powerful marketing strategies that businesses can use today. And my guest, well, she wrote the book about it. We're talking partnerships, and I know there are gonna be a few ideas sparked as we learn more today. Therese Tarlington is the partnerships queen. When interesting companies want to expand their audience, increase their credibility and make a bigger profit, they come to her. Therese knows how to speak to brands to secure collaborations, contras, partnerships, and sponsors so that they can grow. See, early in her career, she convinced Jeep, Sesame Street, and United Colors of Benetton to become licensing partners and manufacture under their brands, using the power of partnerships to therefore create a global business. She wrote her first book, Swap, Marketing Without Money, to help brands secure partnerships, sharing all her best secrets in that book. So we're going to be talking today about partnerships of all types, from big brand deals, right down all the way down to collaborations with businesses in your local network. So there's something in this episode for everyone. So without further ado, let's just dive in and let me introduce you to Therese Tarlington. Therese, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Ben. It's such a great pleasure to be here.
0: Well, I'm glad that you decided to join us. Um, We actually met in person recently at at Kate Toon's event down in Sydney, um, which we had Kate on the show probably a handful of weeks back. So for those who listened to that episode, uh, that's what brought us together, Therese. And you told me a little bit about what you do, and I thought that's really interesting. And I know my (laughs) audience is going to be interested in hearing what you have to share as well. And you've written the book about it, as I mentioned in the introduction, but before we get into talking about partnerships in marketing, I'd love to know what got you into marketing and maybe tell us a little bit of your story.
1: Fantastic. So Ben, I I started out in marketing a really long time ago. So I was one of these lucky people who actually found my craft quite early. I went and studied marketing and then started working in marketing while I was at uni. And in that journey, it was uh, you know, really early, um, the, one of my first marketing jobs was actually at Philips and they created the CDR, the recordable CD. <laughs> I mean, gosh, that's like a no, thousand years ago, right? <laughs> and, and through that, I fell in love with product marketing. It's something that I really enjoy. And from that, I had an idea about having my own business and I started manufacturing products overseas as well. Uh, which was an amazing journey where I really kind of found, which we'll talk about, but I, I found my passion for partnerships because I was able to do licensing deals that really helped me elevate and propel my business into quite a few countries. So since i sold that company and I work with, uh, you know, a lot of different kind of business owners, and so my passion is really about crafting people's stories like why we, we buy from people we know, like, and trust. And brands to me are just, you know, people. There's people behind those brands and I really want to make sure that they come alive and also um, that it's, you know, it's hard out there so to actually collaborate together. But for me this has really been, marketing has been my, my discipline, um, my, my professional craft. But it's also been a, a really big passion of mine as well, and so I've been able to work for some really big global companies, and then work in my own companies to actually build this this career.
0: Yeah, awesome! Thanks for sharing. So, you mentioned there, you know, partnerships and initially the the licensing deals that you that you got with your with your earlier businesses. And when, when was it in your story that you realized that this idea of partnerships in business or in marketing was, was so powerful. Can you take us back to that time and maybe that realization that you had at that time?
1: Yeah, sure, Ben. So for me, it was, uh, I, I saw a product. It was a Jeep as in Jeep, the vehicle uh, had done a collaboration with Colcraft and Colcraft is a really huge manufacturer of baby products in the. US. And so together they had created a jeep baby stroller. Now I didn't have kids yet, but I saw this this product which combined my two loves which was branding and babies. And at that stage there wasn't any branded baby products in the Australian marketplace. So I convinced Colcraft to give me the rights to sell the product in Australia. And it was, I bought the product in and I did kind of my first collaboration, uh, my first partnership, unbeknownst to me, when I took the sample into Jeep, the head office in Australia, and I showed them the Jeep baby stroller. And I met with the PR manager who was just about to go on maternity leave and she turned around to me and she said, I love these. These are fantastic. How about I do your PR and you give me a stroller? <laughs> and I said, oh, my gosh, yes, great. that would be great. I would love to do that. Now, she got me in every newspaper and magazine across the country, everywhere from the Financial Review to men's magazines to home magazines, baby, everything in between, new idea and And that attention uh, got me into my first retailer, which was Target. And when the products were in Target, then I got a phone call one day and it was from Huggies. And so Huggies gave me a call and they said, we've seen your stroller, we think it's fantastic and it actually has given us an idea. What we want to do is put together a competition for mother and baby to win a jeep and what we'd love to do is work with you if you would just give us a few prizes a few strollers that we could give away as prizes then we will do everything we will put your product on the side of every nappy box in the country all the point of sale we'll take care of all the advertising we'll promote it out and it will only it's only going to cost you a few strollers so that blew my mind and yeah. it actually blew up my business. So yeah. I was just operating from my spare bedroom at home and that that exposure, one, I mean, from what is marketing? Marketing is reach. You know, marketing is, is credibility and it's about differentiation. I mean, they're the three great things about what partnerships deliver. And so it was able to deliver me this amazing reach where all of a sudden it got me in front of, you know, thousands of parents. It gave me the credibility of being united with a brand like Huggies that parents trusted. And it differentiated me. It's, it made me stand out amongst my competitors. But And I, and I and you're probably thinking, like, I don't get it. Like, why would Huggies want to do a promotion with you? You're like this tiny person out of your second bedroom. And the reason is like partnerships create conversation. There's there's only so many ways that jeep uh, you know that the sorry that Huggies can talk about nappies, right? Yeah. So they got linked to a trending brand that was in the media that parents were talking about that was really topical and on trend, and 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 I got as I said what I got from it. I got a whole new round of customers who didn't even know that I existed and I got exposure and that helped me get into a whole lot of new retailers so that was my first like my first big bang into partnerships and so I was I was hooked from that moment on that power of actually working with another brand who's got the same customer as you and creating something amazing for them um, but the brand, you know, you're not competing. You're just you're complementing. You're just giving a yeah. customer a better outcome.
0: Yeah, I love that story. Such a a powerful example of of exactly what we're here to talk about today, which is is the idea of tapping into those partnerships for for creating marketing in a very powerful way without spending a lot of money. Your tagline or byline of your book is marketing without money, and um, you know that's that's really I think the power of partnerships when when done right is that is that right according to you
1: yes absolutely and and that's the that's the power of it i mean it's almost the secret sauce in marketing uh you know we we know i mean even i guess right now in this marketplace it's all about digital it's all about content and we feel like we have to be always on and always doing you know content constantly creating content but, I guess my experience from so many years of doing partnerships is that when you talk about your product, yep, kind of interesting. But when somebody else talks about your product, it's way more powerful, right? Like yeah. we we listen, we we listen, we ask our friends, hey, where you know, where should I?" Go, you know, where, what restaurant should I go to, and what product should I buy, and and where are you going on holidays? And and as humans, we love interacting with other people and asking for their their opinions. So, yeah. as a consumer, when we're when we're working with other brands, if some if another brand is saying, oh my gosh, here's this other brand, and you should totally love them and use them and like them because of all these reasons, then it just elevates. That content so much further and and I think for me like I've done lots of collaborations where I've had you know Facebook ads that I've been running about a, a competition so if, for example the company had a competition running ads about the competition so mm-hmm. ad one ad two was, you know, a, a company that I worked with that I loved and they actually created some content and said, hey, you should totally enter this competition. And that ad was about 10 times more effective than my enter my competition ad because somebody else who had credibility that people loved was actually talking about, hey, you know, hey, I've just seen this, you should totally take a look at it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So when you talk about um, partnerships, the way you describe it there, I think there's the potential for, for listeners to think of that as like influencer marketing, right? Like, so using someone else to talk who has an audience that you want to reach to talk about your, your brand or your product. Is there a differentiation in your mind between what you refer to as partnerships and what would typically be called influencer marketing?
1: Yes, great question, Ben. Absolutely. So, so influencer marketing, brilliant marketing campaigns, amazing. Um, but I guess an influencer is usually a person who has influence in usually one area. So they might have an amazing Facebook following, Instagram following, TikTok following. Uh, so they are they are instrumental in a certain area of creating. Uh, change or recommendations, and so they use their their authority or their credibility to influence um, us to do something. Amazing. I've used influencer marketing a lot, and it is brilliant. The difference between that and brand partnership marketing or, or strategic marketing partnerships is as a brand, we have loads of things in our toolkit. So as a brand, you might have a physical location. You would have like a database. You would have obviously social campaigns, but you could have a sales force. You could actually have um, accredited programs that you run within an industry. You would have um, leadership within, um, might be to meet a safety code. Uh, You have, you know, personalities within the companies, different types of staff who have different assets or different specialties more so than that. Um, so as a brand, as a company, we have a whole lot of assets that we can draw on to help our customers have a great experience. So it could be even if you were like an e-commerce company, then obviously you've got your website and your, you know, your digital platform, but you're physically sending out product uh, to ship to a customer those boxes are amazing real estate. Those boxes are an opportunity to do collaborations, you know, on steroids. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're actually a service provider, you don't just, you know, you're actually going out and meeting people. You might be part of, you know, amazing networks, chambers, groups, associations. Uh, you might write for magazines. You, you know, you have a whole lot of credibility and assets that is not just you know one platform so when we talk about the difference between influencer and brand brand is where I'm you know influencer you would usually pay for and an influencer is I will give you money and you will create content in your own voice but talk about my product Yep. And when we go to a brand, we say, how can we create this amazing experience for our mutual customer and use everything in our toolkit to make sure it's amazing for that customer? Yeah. And that's the difference.
0: Yeah, I love it. Nice and clear. Thanks for sharing that. In your book, you refer to three different types of of uh, partnerships that brands can take advantage of. So can you uh, give us a quick description of those three different types and how they're different and maybe examples of the kinds of businesses that might use that type of partnership?
1: Absolutely. So there's three main types. The first one is when you use your product or your service and you, you collaborate with another brand. The, the second one is where you use your IP or your knowledge and you create a digital collaboration. Mm-hmm. And the third is when you create an in-person experience. Okay. So kind of product, digital, in person, and so some examples of that would be uh, so when you put a, you know a product or two, like two products or a product and a service together. So two products could be um, great example is when Four Pillars Gin and Go To Skincare came together and they created the new Go To Gin. So limited edition. It had go to gins, uh, you know, peach branding color, and so it had the flavor, and the um, you know the, the graphic around it was this peach color. So it incorporated both their brands. They created a capsule collection, sold out within, within minutes, and it's done. And that's the one that we see a lot when we actually are going into you know supermarket or anything else. So that's when we see. Um, you know, gay time biscuits or (laughs) we see different types of brands actually come together and create that product. Yeah, yeah. The next one is when you use your your product with a service. So, for example, if there was an interior designer, so a professional service, and they collaborated with a furniture company, that would be when you actually have product and the service and a great example of that is O. Fleming is an interior designer and he did a collaboration with Globe West Furniture which is a brand of furniture that interior designers love and they 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 created a campaign where Jono actually wrote articles, created videos, created content on the big decisions that consumers had to make that they always had this kind of buyer's remorse about. So what size rug is right for that dining room and how much light do I need in a bedroom and, and um, what shape lounge is best for this space? So he created the content, that content was then shared with all of his audience, Globe West then used it within their organisation, not only in a digital way but actually created in-person events where Jono actually helped their VIP customers pick that rug and they used it within an education so they had a program where you actually could learn how to do it. And so they used it around the point of sale in the stores as well. So that's a great example of a service and a product. Um, From a digital point of view, this is when you could collaborate with an an organisation or another brand. And so um, two of my favourites, so one is an association. Uh, So Zara is a consultant and she is a building biologist and she creates Healthy Homes. So she did a collaboration with the Australian Institute of Architects and created workshops about how to choose healthy building products that hundreds of architects actually um, jumped onto and really wanted to learn about. So for the Australian Institute of Architects, they had a gap. They didn't have anybody that could talk about this topic that was in demand and they didn't have someone that was um, not biased so they could get a product company to talk about their products but obviously you know they're only talking about that one product Whereas she was talking about all the different products so that gave australian institute of architects this really they're a member association and so it gave their members something that they actually needed Um, they get cpd points and to uh, through their accreditation, so it helped them from a learning point of view. And Zara, as a small business, actually got a heap of leads and now she's working with all these different architects on projects where the prerequisite is a healthy build.
0: Yep, and so it, when you mentioned um, that being a digital... I'll give you another one, Ben. Oh, oh, just um, a bit of clarification yes. on that. You mentioned these being digital partnerships. Yep. In, in that case, was that like a webinar and, and that sort of content partnership is... Is that what you're referring to? Or is that like in person workshops or is that or is that moving into that experience one that we're we're going to get to?
1: Great great question. So that was a webinar. Okay. But it absolutely could have been in person events in each different state.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And so that's you're you're spot on when you talk about that in terms of all of these things you can, you know, you can take across different mediums. So you could for example you could start with a webinar and actually test the appetite of the market and then you could roll that into a physical in person experience and i and i have a, another example of that kind of digital just from a, a multiple brand perspective yeah so there, a couple of mates got together. Uh, one was uh, the gentleman, and he actually takes the idea of a book out of your head and makes it into you know a word you know a word document, your book. Uh, next person is an accountability coach, keeps you on track. Next guy was actually a publisher, takes the word document and actually makes it into you know a book. And they teamed up with three other mates, which was a photographer because you need a headshot on your book, Um, a videographer who actually captured an amazing book trailer, which I'm sure many of your listeners do as well, and the other one was a physical, like, printer that actually made the paperback, like, made it into a physical book you could hold in your hand. Now, these six mates all had the same customer, which was somebody who wanted to write a book, authors that were writing a book or had just written a book. Um, or who wanted to buy, who wanted to write a book. And so all of them have that same customer, but none of them compete. Now, they created a competition where they actually uh, gave away kind of $5,000 worth of value, each contributed $5,000 worth of value. So the total prize pool was a $30,000 book writing and publishing package which is amazing, right? So the Mm. customer gets this ultimate win. And in this customer, the digital uh, content that was produced was about why all these elements were important and they had the credibility of all these other professionals to work with. So that was a competition. It could have been a webinar series. It could have been a podcast series. It could have been an in-person, you know, weekend workshop, come and learn everything you need to know about writing a book in one weekend. But the the output of that is an incredible database of their ideal customers that they can each market to individually for their service. So it creates an amazing asset that they can all use.
0: Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So I think the third one we need to touch on as well, which is experiences, and maybe we've kind of touched on that, but is there, a, is there more clarity to provide around that?
1: For sure. So these are my favourite. An in-person experience tops everything else because when we are, when we actually come to an event, when we're, and it's an in-person event, we remember everything. We remember the, the, how it feels, the sound, the smells, the tastes, you know, everything about it. And so an in-person experience is always the most impactful And some examples of that um, are, you know, a friend of mine is actually an artist. She has a new collection coming out. And so she actually did a collaboration with a restaurant. And so they decided to to get together. So they promoted in the restaurant and they promoted in the gallery and also out to their databases that they were creating a one-night-only event So, you could come to the restaurant and you could meet Lara, the artist. Her art was all over the restaurant, so you could actually get up close and really see it in person. And Salvatore, who was the head chef, was so inspired by Lara's artwork that he created a signature dish you could only get on that one night. So the result of that was that Lara sold a whole lot of paintings to people that she didn't know that the, that, that the restaurant had actually bought in. And Lara brought in a whole heap of people that then knew about the restaurant, loved the food, had the best time ever and promised to become regulars. But I guess in terms of uh, for the people who are listening today, I mean, there's so many amazing events that are in person where you could be part of that event. And, for example, just say you created a 20-second LinkedIn uh, video for every person who actually came up to you. And then, of course, if they come up to you or well, you need to send them the video, right, So then by creating that video, then you get your email address and then they're actually pushing it out. And of course, you're going to ask them to actually credit you for creating that video when they share it on LinkedIn or Instagram or which other platform as well. So one, you've got a whole database of people who've just got a small taste of your service your style, your professionalism, uh, and also you've got user-generated content almost because you've actually got your quality, your video that's being pushed out to their audiences and they're promoting your name.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's great. A great practical example that, you know, anyone can use from today as well. I want to steer things now into some more of that practical element because I think People, people watching and listening are probably fired up a bit, and ideas are probably bouncing around much like it is in my head right now about things that you can do in your own business or for your clients. But I'd love to know how do you, how do you decide on kind of where to go for partnerships that fit your brand and and your goals as a business? Like, is there some criteria you look for to make sure that there's a good fit both ways? Because I guess it needs to be beneficial to both sides of that partnership, right?
1: yes absolutely if it's only one-sided it's sponsorship right or it's, it's advertising like it's if it's only one one side then you then one side needs to pay so it needs to be equal or or at least balanced so when you start to look at partnerships as part of your kind of marketing strategy then really it's about kind of you know three things which is you know Marketing, so it's reach. So who has got the reach that you need that you can collaborate with? Um, credibility is the second one. So credibility, it might be around. Uh, so for example, for everyone listening, maybe you are the you know the official videographer for South by Southwest. You know something like that. So it could be around a an event that would put you on the map like give you a head a head start to actually get some new deals and and with because of the credibility of of that name and the third is around differentiation so what could you do to actually put yourself and your service together that would actually make you stand out from your competitors Now, when we, we as, you know, small business owners, when we're trying to wear all the hats, it's hard, right? I totally get it. And so just like I've been with my husband for, you know, a very long time, 20 something years, won't say how many. (laughs) uh, And, you know, he is, he is amazing, right? But. I, but I also have, you know, my family and I also have my best girlfriends and I also have, you know, um, work people that I adore. So don't try to find, you know, the perfect person that's going to deliver every single thing to you in one collaboration. So when you're starting out, it's really good to kind of identify what's, you know, what's one thing, what's one objective that you would like to get done. And then you look for a partner that could help you just achieve that one objective. Yeah. For example, you might actually create uh some video content where uh you where it might be around a target audience. So say you were in the you know the real estate homewares like homewares building real estate. So something around a house, a physical house where you're filming, whether it's the products or materials or the lifestyle, but around a house, then you would probably find a whole lot of brands that actually would not compete with you but would actually be in that area that could give you reach, credibility or differentiation. So that might be that you, if you were a videographer in that home space, then you might team up with a stylist. Or you might team up with a buyer's agent. And so it could be a whole heap of people that are in that kind of customer journey that can then, that partner can then elevate your name, can actually push your name out and give you differentiation from your competitors. So, and as I said, that or oh, that could be fashion or that could be music or it could be whatever is your your field, your niche, then who else is actually talking to that customer, Uh, who comes before or after you, um, you know, so it might be it's just say you're in home, then it might be a stylist who is before you. So actually doing collaborations with some stylists where then you're actually photographing their work, then they will start recommending you because you make them look good. <laughs> but it also could be that you guys team up together and actually talk about, you know, the the five ways to style or things like that. So So when you're looking for a partner, so again, just really simply, when we're looking for a partner, we're looking for what is our objective and do we want reach, credibility or differentiation and who, what other brands that have the same customer as you, which other brands could deliver one of those three objectives for you?
0: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I think the key thing that I'm I'm taking from that is, Partnerships don't need to be these big brand collaborations that we talked about at the top of the episode, but for a small business out there or a service provider, it's it's really it, it can be just something quite organic and natural with other service providers or, or businesses that serve the same niche or the same audience around you. But looking for ways to be strategic about that partnership, and you know, and planning for it, not just hoping that someone else is going to refer people to you because, I don't know, you you like them, right? So be strategic about it and yes. planning for what is the activity, what is the partnership activity that we can do together for both of our audiences that is a win-win for both, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. So it has to be almost a three-way win. So it's like, how right. does the customer win, and then how can you both win at the same time? So, what is a you know experience that you could give? So just in that last, you know, so if then if you were actually going to real estate agents as a videographer and a stylist, and so we will make the house look good, we will get it ready, and it'll be you know, and and the product, the beautiful video will be created. So. That's even better for that real estate agent because then they don't have to find two people. The two people are working together to create that perfect outcome for that customer. So that is absolutely what we're trying to do. And then, as I said, it's around when I say it's about balance. Otherwise, you know, it's 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 one sided and it's advertising. Um, It might be that somebody has something. It's like, what do you need? What haven't you got? What's your strength and what somebody else is lacking? So, um, you know, just recently I just put two brands together, uh, which was one was a furniture brand. And so they were talking to me about uh, uh, doing a launch in, in Brisbane and actually, you know, booking a hotel and just, you know, booking a room and putting their, their furniture into this room and inviting all the interior designers to come and see them. And I'm also working with um, another client who is an artist and they have just done some really amazing work and and so a, a really um, elevating he's very much elevating him as an artist in the industry but he does not know any interior designers at all so I was like hang on I've got an idea why don't you guys work together so why don't we put your furniture in his gallery with his art one the furniture is going to make the art look amazing um and vice versa. So then, the painting, the artworks are going to look, the, make the furniture look amazing. You've already got a physical space. So your, so as an artist, his asset was obviously his his space, the gallery space, and the furniture brand. Their asset was in their incredible relationships with interior designers. So their database. So what does one brand have that the other brand doesn't and how can they create this amazing experience? So they had, uh, you know, an exhibition, they invited all the interior designers, the interior designers obviously got to see the artwork. um, And so that was great. And the furniture brand didn't have to hire a awful, you know, hotel room that was really cold. They actually got a really beautiful environment that was really welcoming. And so what what did it cost them? It cost them a couple of bottles of champagne and some cheese and biscuits. Yeah. That's it. So That's great. so who are the brands that actually that you could collaborate with? And so so when I'm saying yeah it's 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 about balance. So what do they both get out of it? Um and so they both got something great out of it. But it might not be the same thing. So one got to meet interior designers that they didn't know and one got to use a space that they didn't have to pay yeah, for.
0: Yeah, I love it. But it's a win, win, win all, all around. So that's fantastic. I, totally,
1: um, a three-way win. So that's yeah. the ultimate when you can have a three-way win.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Justine, as we wrap up here a little bit, Therese, so what is um, the... What would you say for someone who's listening and, and maybe they are that smaller business or maybe they represent a, a bigger brand or, or a marketing for a bigger brand as well. Like what would you say is kind of the action to take away from this episode to maybe try and identify the right partners for them? Well, what would be the next steps that you would suggest someone, someone does if they're thinking of exploring this marketing approach?
1: Sure. So the first thing is you probably already have a whole load of brands that are already referring you. So natural word of mouth, people are saying, oh, you should definitely use this videographer. You should definitely use this person. So that is a referral. Great, right? Like absolutely. And we want, we love referrals. But what if we could take that referral and actually make it into some marketing material? so that referral was... Like a little sprinkle of, you know, breadcrumbs all over the internet, so then people could find you. So it wasn't just relying on somebody actually saying your name out loud. It was actually, it was, it was digitally done. So the first thing I'd say is like, who are you already working with? Like, who do you have great relationships with that you can actually you know, strike up a conversation, what I call a curious conversation, and you say, hey, I know I'm always referring you, you're always referring me, what if we actually got together and just created some some content around this, uh, so it could be, so people could find us both, uh, what if we created a, a competition, a collaboration, an event, a something where we could both gain from it, like and, this, and the output of that would be either, you know, emails, you know, content, um, you know, it could be, you know, a collaboration, it could be the credibility. So, as I said, it could be the reach, the credibility or the differentiation. And what you will find is most of small business owners, we're doing it all, right? Like we're, as I said, we wear all the hats and it's quite lonely. So, one, it's actually more fun to do marketing with mates. And to it will deliver a better outcome because you're having somebody else talk about your brand. And so what I would absolutely say for you to do is pretty much grab a pen and look at who you're already kind of working with that you could create something a little bit more, when I say formal, something that actually creates a whole lot of assets that is more than just somebody saying your name out loud. And that's the first step. I mean, I work with lots of brands who actually, and we take them through, you know, who would be a great reach partner, who would be a great credibility partner, who would be a great differentiation partner so you can make more, more margin. Uh, I look at like, what are all the assets that you've got? And when I say assets, I just mean as a business, we have a huge amount of things that we, we just sit on. We probably don't even realize that we've got. And so how do you kind of, pitch like what could you what could you show that is in your toolkit to another brand to see what's in their toolkit to see that you know well I've got this and you've got this maybe we could come together and actually create something interesting chat worthy shareable you know um, that would give us something that we're both wanting so I want more followers you want it you want a database
0: Therese, thank you so much. This has been an amazing episode. So many takeaways. I've taken so many notes myself about how I can utilize partnerships in my own business. So I assume our listeners have taken away a lot for themselves today as well. So just as we wrap up here, um, can you maybe mention a little bit about your book? Where can we get your book? What the title of your book is? And how would you like people to connect with you further if they want to maybe connect and learn more about partnerships for their business?
1: Well, if you are interested in swap marketing without money, you can find it on Amazon uh, where it's available in a paperback, a Kindle, and an audiobook. So, whatever your flavor is. And then you can find me, Therese Charlenton. I'm the only one in the world. So, you can find me on all the social platforms just under my name but uh, doesn't have a G in it, just for that. And, uh, and absolutely, I would love to work with anybody one-on-one who actually wants to really scope out your partnership potential and really unlock who those brands could be that you could collaborate with in the next year to really, really elevate your business. Um, so thank you, Ben. It has been a real pleasure speaking with you today and uh, I appreciate your time.
0: Therese, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been awesome.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks again to Therese for joining me on this episode. We did have a few technical issues in the recording of this episode, but hopefully it's all come out well in the edits, but I certainly got a lot of value from what she shared today and it sparked a whole bunch of ideas for me, both for my own business and for some of our clients as well. And I hope it did for you too. I'd love to know if you've got value from this episode. Leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube and let me know what you took away from this episode. And if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, just email me ben at engagevideomarketing.com and we can start a conversation there. So thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope you got a lot of value. All the links to Teresa's book and so on that you can find in the show notes page at engagevideomarketing.com slash 287. And I'll be back with you next week For another episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. See you then. Growing a video business can be hard and I reckon one of the things that makes the game of business even harder is when you're going it alone. This is why I set up the Strategy Board Mastermind Program and I want to invite you to join us. The Strategy Board is a high-impact, collaborative 12-month paid group program specifically for the owners of established video strategy and production businesses who desire further skills, tools, inspiration, and guidance to achieve their goals. It's delivered in a controlled and facilitated discussion around growth and expansion of each business across the duration of the program. The Strategy Board is designed specifically for video strategists or video business owners who are actually in business and doing it and want to just do it better. The program consists of quarterly virtual board meetings, as well as monthly mastermind sessions. And alongside the other members of your board, you get direct coaching and support from me as together we hit targets and grow your video business into the business that you know it can be. To learn more and apply, go to engagevideomarketing.com board. Fill out the short form there and if suitable, I'll invite you to jump on a call directly with me to see how the strategy board could be the right fit for your business this year. That link again is engagevideomarketing.com board.